0: there and welcome back. Today, we are talking about how you can trust yourself faster. And I know that most people would say that they trust themselves, but I really want you to reflect on that question today because having that ability to trust yourself, to make effective, aligned, quick decisions is going to save you time, mental energy, and money. And as a business owner that wants to grow and scale their business, this is really foundational and very, very important. And I found throughout my years of coaching that when it comes to making decisions big or little, My clients can get really caught up in the details. And those details tend to come from perfectionism, people pleasing, the past, right? Assumptions, and just that overall sense of like, what if I make the wrong move? So we're gonna we're gonna talk through how to make decisions faster, how to trust ourselves to make decisions faster so we can grow our business faster. So decision making boils down to self-trust, especially in our business. And it's not about trusting yourself to get it right every time. It's about knowing that even if you don't get it right, you'll trust yourself to figure it out. And man, I just wanna hang out here for a second because this is huge, you guys. Trusting yourself is not about you knowing that you're going to get it right. It's taking the information that you have Making an aligned decision based off of that information and based off of that gut, and knowing that even if this decision isn't as aligned as I think, we're not going to get stuck there. What we're going to focus on is that I trust myself no matter what. Because the truth of it is, a lot of the decisions that we make, you know, some are small and some are big, but for the bigger decisions, You know, we can't always know how things are going to pan. I mean, we can do our analysis and we can make sure that we, you know, are as smart as we possibly can be, but at the end of the day, we can't control every aspect of our business, especially if it's something like a big pivot or creating a new offer or launching something or whatever the case may be, right? Like we can analyze what we know and make a decision based off of that and from our gut, But we still don't know 100% that it's all going to pan out the way we want it to. Of course not. So we have to trust ourselves that no matter what, no matter where this decision takes me, I'm going to figure it out, right? And of course, that doesn't mean that we take all decisions lightly. Although there's plenty of decisions that you're probably agonizing over right now that you shouldn't be wasting your energy on. But it just means that we are more intentional with the decisions that we're making without torturing ourselves because I do think it's a bit of torture, right? This, like this, I could do this or I could do that, but what about this? And it's just, and I've, I've, I've been there myself and I've also watched my clients agonize over things, big and little decisions that I'm like, dude, just make a decision and own that decision and trust yourself. Right. If we need to tweak, we can later. If we need to adjust, we can, right? If something goes awry, guess what? You're going to handle it because you have a track record of handling it, right? So for bigger decisions, this can be harder, right? But for those bigger decisions, like creating a brand new offer or changing the structure of your business or making a new hire that's expensive or investing, it's, it's filtering that decision through a few key questions. That's going to help you make decisions quicker. So what we're going to do is we're going to kind of break this, this topic into two parts. The first one, we're going to cover big decisions because we have big decisions and we have those mundane little decisions. So first let's talk about those big decisions. When you're making big decisions, I actually think those are easier to make sometimes because it really truly can be black or white. Not everything's black and white. There's lots of shades of gray, but it can be really black or white. So when I am trying to make a big decision, whether that's a big change that I'm making in my business, or I'm spending a lot of money on an investment or something along those lines. And I feel like I'm 90% there maybe. And I'm just like, why is it so hard for me to finalize my decision? Or maybe I am like really on the fence and it's a 50, 50. And I'm just like, I'm sitting in this place. I ask myself a few questions. So I'm going to go through those questions with you now. Number one, does this tick the needle toward my big vision? In order to be able to use this filter, please know that you have to have a big vision. So you, you should have a big vision for your life, a big vision for your business. You should know where you're headed. Not that every day we are sprinting toward that ultimate goal, but we should all have a mountaintop of sorts. That we are headed towards that thing that feels like a pie in the sky kind of, and we, we know that it's possible, but it's not something we are going to attain in the next day or week or month or year even but we had this bigger vision. So for example, a bigger vision for life would be, you know, I want to work 10 hours a week, I want to move to Hawaii, I want to retire my husband, I want to have, you know, multiple real estate investments across the United States, I want to, you know, write a book, like those type of that type of bigger vision. Now that's a little bit Those all probably don't really all work together and intertwine. And I didn't come prepared to read you my big vision, which probably would have been helpful, but maybe I'll do a a separate episode on that. But we should have, again, this mountaintop. What is it? What is it? And we have a business vision and we also have a life vision and they should intertwine and they should... They should overlap, meaning if your business vision doesn't get you closer to your life vision, your big, big vision, then we need to realign something. And there is that intertwining. So, right now, I'm kind of talking about your big vision as this overarching vision of business and life and kind of how they meet and intersect. And if I've lost you, don't worry. I'm going to come back with another episode to chat through how to determine what your vision is, but for now, just you know, roll with me. So you need to have that filter. So you don't have that filter, then you won't be able to answer the question. Does this tick the needle toward my big vision? Second question, does this respect the boundaries I have in place? Spoiler alert. You need to have boundaries if this filter is going to work, but you know, I'm, I'm hoping that those of you listening have boundaries, have specific things in mind that they're like, I will not work with this type of business owner. I will only offer my service this way. I only work these hours. I only communicate this way. So think about those boundaries that you have in place. That's the other filter. Does it respect the boundaries I have in place? This is the third question. Is there any fear Lack or scarcity that is swaying my decision. Woo-hoo, big one, big one. Listen, a lot of times we sit in indecision because we are fearful. And so many times that fear boils back to the money. And there's nothing wrong with being cognizant of your investments and the money that's going in and out and, and your goal, your money goals, and all of that stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. And I applaud that. But we can absolutely make decisions based on fear or lack scarcity as it pertains to money. So for an example, and this is just a very generalized and easy example to give you, but let's just say you wanted to work with a coach and they really checked every box for you. What they were teaching is exactly what you needed and like you trusted them. But when it came to actually like, committing to this, maybe larger investment, you just can't pull the trigger. Most likely the reason that you can't pull the trigger is number one, you don't trust yourself, right? And there is this fear or lack, this scarcity coming into play that is hindering you from going all in, from trusting yourself, especially when it really checks all the other boxes. And that's when I can really know when I'm having a money scarcity thing, or it's just like, no, something's really off here. It's if literally it was, it was free. Would you do it? Right. If it was half the price, would you do it? And that's a really good filter too to kind of put through when the, in, these investment type decisions that you have to make, but this is a, this is a really good one and really, really relevant here. So if you're a business owner, we all have to invest and it's not necessarily in like a coach or a program, right? It could be in a new software. It could be in, you know, I spent a ton of money on like tax strategy. That was a huge investment. One of the biggest investments I've ever made in my business. And I had to put, I had to make this decision and I had to come back to some of these questions the fear, the fear of spending the money and not seeing it back was, was real. Right. But then looking at where, where this investment checked the other boxes, ultimately I was able to drop that fear and come to a place of trust in myself. So filter number four, if this turns out to not be the best decision in the world, what's at stake? This is, or this is, I mean, they're all important questions. Jeez. But for real, this is an important question. If this turns out to not be the best decision in the world, what is at stake? Now there could be something at stake, but I want you to take, I want you to play the game of like, okay, that happens. That happens. Then that happens. And what you'll find most likely is that Every step of this like bad scenario cycle spiral, if you will, that we put ourselves through, we can come up with a solution. We can come up with a solution. So my husband and I have made some investments that, and, and without like, going really deep into it, we made an investment that wasn't the best investment in the world. It wasn't. But at the beginning of it, I remember having the conversation of, if this turns out to not be the best investment in the world what what's actually going to happen here like what what is actually going to happen to me to you to the kids to our house to our life does anything change and change for like the detriment right of our future and the answer was no the answer was no so we made that investment turned out to not be the greatest investment in the world which was a really big fat bummer but guess what nothing changed so asking yourself that question and really going down that spiral right and you guys know it right? That like worst case scenario spiral. And though that's generally where we make our decisions from, but I kind of want you to play that game a different way. Okay. So like this happens, then what happens? I handle that. What is the other scenario? How would you handle it? Oh, I handle it this way. And you will find, and in this exercise, you'll find that you can actually trust yourself, trust yourself in the worst case scenario to still figure it out. So that is another filter that I make my decisions through. And it really helps come to aligned decisions. It really does. The biggest one, the one that I started at is, does this tick the needle toward my big vision? Does this tick the needle to where I want to go? And you could really break this down. I wanted to circle back to this because you could really break it down in smaller chunks. Meaning does this support my goals for, for the next quarter? Does this support my goals for the next year? Does this support my revenue goals for the ne- whatever, right? Like you can really break it down and put it through these smaller filters as well. I don't want you to spend so much time that you're just like over analyzing every little thing. Right. But I, you need to have these things in place and you need to have clarity on some of these things, like your vision and your goals and your boundaries and what you actually want out of your business and life to be able to make these bigger decisions. Now, we're going to shift focus here because to be honest, the bigger decisions are easier. In my eyes, they really are. There's, there's those decisions that, you know, they're bigger and they might take a tiny bit more time to decide, but it feels more black and white to me than these smaller mundane decisions that kind of keep us stuck or steal our time throughout the day. They suck our energy. They steal our creativity. Those are the ones that I find I myself kind of get caught up in my clients get caught up in and they're, I mean, just like, if we could just cut out all those little decisions, we would be so productive. No, that's not a reality, but you guys understand. I just really quickly had this thought, you know, when you are trying to decide what to eat for dinner or whatever, where to go out to eat. And you're just like, I don't want to make this decision. And you're like pushing it off to your partner. And you're like, please make decision for me. And it's so stupid because it's such a small thing, but it's like, it drains the energy from you. So I want you to kind of think about it like from that context, using that example, if, if you've ever struggled with that, like, but what do we eat or where do we go? And you just want somebody else to make the decision for you. So you don't have to, that's kind of what I'm talking about here when it comes to these little decisions. All right, so let's talk about how to move through small decisions and trust ourselves. Things like what do I write in this week's email blast? Should I talk about this polarizing topic or that one? Should I reinforce a boundary with this client that they're pushing? Should I offer this bonus or that bonus? Should I let this client go or not? Should I raise their prices or not? Should I say something, you know, to my client about this? Like it, it's just it's constant, right? These, we're just constantly inundated with these little decisions, which is par for the course, right? Like we're going to get them. There's no way to eliminate little decisions or little issues that arise that require our decision-making skills. All right. At face value, they're they're not life or death, but sometimes we make them life or death by really just sitting in the, like, I don't know. I don't know. Let me circle back to that. Let me circle back to that. And at the end of the day or the end of the week, the end of the month, you have all these little loose ends that they're just hanging out there. And the emotional toll that it takes, I should say, for just having all these little things hanging out there that you need to put action toward or a decision you have to make, like, oh my gosh, like if we could reclaim that energy, we would be so much more productive and creative and all of those things. Okay. And listen, I've been there. I used to have so much anxiety about making these little types of decisions until I really learned to trust myself faster. And trusting yourself faster requires number one, this goes for big decisions or little decisions, is really knowing what you want, right? Really owning what you desire out of your life and your business. And it requires you to drop the ego, the perfectionism, the people-pleasing, and the fear around getting it wrong and just take action, especially with these little decisions. Action is your best friend there. It's saying, here's what we're going to do. And you know what? You own it and you do it. Instead of sitting with this, like, what if I don't really want to deal with that right now? I'll come back to it because that wastes so much energy. And going back to that kind of main point that no matter what decision you make, Like you need to trust yourself that if it was the wrong decision, that you can fix it. And also for the smaller decisions that are stealing your energy, like they probably don't amount to a hill of beans. Like, does it matter if you talk about this topic or that topic? Really? Like, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter what topic you're talking about. If you're comparing apples to oranges or apples to apples, I should say. So these little things that don't really matter. And then we have these other little things like, Should I raise my rates on this client? Should I let this client go? Should I enforce a boundary? Should I stop offering my offer this way and tweak it a little bit and offer it this way? Should I pitch this client now or should I wait to next week? Listen, the answer to that question is always do it now. (laughs) Do it right now. And yeah, I mean, obviously I'm realistic here. It doesn't mean like as soon as it enters your mind, you're doing it right now, but it's like, it's putting it on your list. It's putting what day you're going to do it and just do it right. Draft the email, have the conversation, you know, write the post, write the email, send it out, stop overthinking all of these little things because they're stealing your energy. They're keeping you up at night. And ultimately they're stealing that, that, that creativity that you need to market and sell your business effectively. Now you're not going to get the timing right for everything. You're not going to get the topic right for everything. You're going to send out an email or raise somebody's prices at the wrong time and hit them in a time where maybe you know, like they are sick or something. Like you're not, you can't possibly time everything so correctly that it always pans out the way you want it to. And I've seen this time and time again, especially when it comes to creating boundaries, enforcing changes with clients or are changing something up that will affect a client. We procrastinate. I've seen it. We procrastinate. I'm talking about myself and I'm also talking about my clients here. It's easy to be like, well, we'll do that. We'll do that next. We'll address that next month. I'm going to wait another three months for that. I'm going to do, and I'm not saying that's not appropriate, right? Cause you have to trust yourself in that too, where if you're really feeling like now is not the time, but again, putting it through the filter of like, am I just fearful here? am I just worried that they are going to be irritated that something's changing? Am I worried about what they're gonna think of me? Am I worried about getting backlash? Like, is this wrapped up in perfectionism? Is this wrapped up in ego? Is this wrapped up in people-pleasing? Am I really honoring what I need and want in this moment? Like, those are the things that you have to ask yourself, but it's easy to push it off. It's easy, even easier to convince ourselves that pushing it off is, like, it's sometimes easier to convince ourselves that delaying is in our best interest. And listen, it may be our, in our best interest in our brain in the moment because we don't like to be uncomfortable. So it's like, oh yeah, we can kind of like make up these stories of why it makes sense to wait to, to implement this or that when in reality, like, no, we're, we're not honoring what we want. We're not honoring what we need and we just need to take the action. So again, when we're talking about these little things, it's really about saying, This is what I want. This is what I need. And I'm going to do the thing, right? Or does it really, really matter what I post or what I say or how I say it or what I call the program or the, or the Facebook group or the, this or that, I'm not saying those things don't matter, but we sometimes make these decisions from the place of we have etched it in cement, you know, on the top of a mountain and we could never, ever change our minds. And that is just so... (laughs) So ridiculous. But sometimes we make decisions from this place. Like, Oh my God, did I make it a mistake? What in the world? What would this mean? I can never, I have to get it right the first time. No, you just need to take action, the best aligned action in the moment. And you can circle back and turn the dials later because guess what? You're going to miss the mark. Sometimes you're going to probably make decisions along the way that come back to you, come back to bite you or you come to regret. But when you trust yourself, even knowing that you might be making a wrong decision, it's not going to scare you because you'll have so much trust in yourself to rise above and use those failures to make you stronger in every way. And I can attest to this. I just remember at the beginning I was so, I feel like the right word to use is terrified, terrified of making the wrong move. Really? I just remember like agonizing over like, it generally has to do with like a mistake for a client or something. Like if I made a mistake on their account or like I agonized over those things so much, but what it did for me was it built it built leadership. It built character. It built stamina. It built this unshakable confidence, momentum. Like it, it, your failures can teach you so much and you do yourself a disservice by constantly trying to shield yourself from making a wrong decision. Don't be wrong. I coach my clients in a way to try to minimize those bad decisions. So they don't have to, they don't have to go through some of these unnecessary hurdles or hit these blocks. that like, they didn't, they don't have to. I'm not talking about just throwing caution to the wind. If I fail, I fail, right. We're still going to make smart, intentional moves in our business, but it's okay to sometimes not know if you're making the right decision. Really? Like sometimes it's okay that you're like, I don't really know. My gut is telling me that this is it on paper. Maybe it doesn't make sense, but you know what? I just want to trust myself. Like you're allowed to do that. And doing that. Will, will teach you so much. It really will. And the more action you take and the more proof that you'll have that you won't have that life or death scenario from a decision that you made, like, it's just going to build your tr- that trust in yourself and give you proof that like, I made that decision before and it was scary. And guess what? This happened and it was great. And, and you can, you start to kind of build that, but you have to start with, not shying away from those hard decisions, big or little. And that's really going to breed self-trust and it's going to help you trust yourself faster. So I hope this was a super helpful episode. Um, Sometimes I do these episodes and I'm like, man, that was like a good reminder for me. So I know that I really do. I know that this is probably super helpful for you guys. I want you guys to challenge yourself this week to make a decision that scares you or to circle back to something that maybe you've been putting off because you were nervous or scared or kind of get clear on those filters that we talked about, because without those filters, it's going to be difficult to make big or small decisions. And listen, if you feel like you get stuck in this decision-making spiral all the time, and you feel like you haven't really seen growth in your business because you're always stuck between, should I do this or should I do that? Should I grow it this way or that way? Or maybe you desire something that's bigger, bigger than you. And you're not sure if you can actually, you know, create a business around maybe a desire or a passion that you have. I want to encourage you to check out Grow Business and Marketing Academy, because this is the program that really gives you those I hesitate to say foundational pieces because I don't want people to think this is a foundational course because it's not, but it takes you back to the core, right? It takes you back to the core of who you are, what you want, really makes you dig into the life and the business that you desire. And then to create a business that supports the life that you want to live. And then we take that information and we create a business that is scalable. We create a business where you can Work less and make more money. So. If you are, if you're like, yes, you're speaking my language, I want you to go to the show notes and click on the link down there, that grow link and check it out. If you have any questions, I want you to DM me on Instagram or shoot me an email. I know that this is going to be a great fit for most of you that are listening today. But if you're one of those that you're just like decisions, investment decisions are hard for me. And I really want to make sure that I'm not making the wrong move. I respect that because I've been there and I can walk you through exactly what exactly what you're going to get inside the program. And we'll even dig into your specific goals and desires and what you want your business to look like. And I will honestly tell you whether or not I think that grow if grow is the right fit for you. So I want to encourage you to do that. I'm, I won't pressure you. I won't, you know, right off the bat, tell you it's the right program for you. I'll really listen and understand and be able to give you that feedback. That's going to bring you to an aligned, confident decision that you can really trust yourself through. Right. Cause that's what it's all about. So that, that links in the show notes again, and I will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to the six figure shift podcast. Make sure to follow me on Instagram for more business and marketing advice and jump into the six figure shift Facebook community to join trainings, special events, and networking opportunities. If something in the show resonated with you today, I'd love to hear from you shoot me a DM or share your biggest takeaway by sharing it to your IG stories. And don't forget to tag me. And If you have a minute, I'd appreciate it if you would rate, review, and subscribe as this really helps out the show. Thank you so much. I'll see you in the next episode.